What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. I'm back with Lawrence Portnoy. Now, you might remember Lawrence. He came on, I think it was about eight weeks ago, two months ago, and he was planning on expanding to a second crew. This was a phenomenal podcast episode, one of our highest uh, rated episodes. Uh, such an awesome episode. Now, he hit me up a few weeks ago and he's like, hey, Tanner, just want to let you know we're on our way to three crews now. Um, and I'd love to share my story. I want to get back on the podcast. I want to talk to you a little bit more. So that's what we did. And it's amazing. He's hit strides in his business. He's crushing it. And he wanted to share some of the things that he's done, um, in his, in his, uh, concrete coating business. I'm blown away. Love speaking to this guy. He's absolutely crushing it. So going to start it right now. Contractors all over the world are wanting more, more time, more freedom, more impact. The way we do this is through implementing systems, processes, standards. Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Here we hit business strategy, coaching, mindset, motivation, the tools you need for success. So strap in, listen up, and get ready to grow on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Here we go. What is happening? I got my guy Lawrence back with performance floors and coatings. So little recap, we spoke about six to seven weeks ago. Um, you were getting ready to transition to two crews, which, you know, in your space, which concrete coatings, that is not, uh, that is not like transitioning to doing like two or three jobs a week. That's like adding four or five more jobs, which requires 10 or 15 more estimates. Um, and it looks like you surpassed that. Really, man, bringing you on here first, want to talk a little bit about, you know, what's changed since then, um, some of the action steps that you put into place. I know you're using drip jobs, so we'll talk a little bit about that. But really, man, want to give you the floor here because a lot of people heard your story because in the house painting space, you know, transitioning, adding teams is difficult. But in the concrete coating space, it's probably three to four times as hard because you just have to do so many jobs. So Let's talk about that, man. How how you doing? And of course, you know, let let us have it, man. Thanks, Tan. Appreciate uh, you know you having me here. That's that's awesome. Um, you know, I, I got to give uh, credit to a lot of it's really got to go to uh, you know just having the right systems and processes in place. Um, you know, we've uh, we've kind of aimed and the goal from the beginning was to you know have multiple crews. Uh, you know, we started with one. You know, the goal was two, and uh, you know, plan to get to three, four. Um, and really, you know, when you have the right foundation in place, you have a good system, you have a good sales process, you got a good marketing team, you know, you have a good CRM or, 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 or system like drip jobs, you know, you can really kind of, you know, gear that way and it, it becomes a lot easier. Um, you know, it's really just developing systems and processes. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, with, when it comes to lead flow, you really can't let anyone slip through the cracks. You know, we'll talk about that, but I think, you know, of course, we'll get into drip jobs, but for you mentally, I mean, as the leader of your organization, I mean, you had to, you had to take some risks, you know, and I, I love talking about that because who you were before we spoke and kind of the uncertainty you have, it looks like like now, like you'll break down any barrier after seeing what's possible in the industry. I mean, is that is that pretty much true? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely not easy. You know, we're going through a lot of ups and downs, um, but, you know, it all starts with having the right people on board. Um, you know, when you have the right people on board and you got the right 
um, team on board, yeah. and you can you can accomplish anything. You have a salesperson now, right? You you uh, you decided to bring on some help. We did. We just hired a salesperson. Um, uh, well, really, we hired a, another one that I'm going to train after. You know, once this one's you know rock and rolling. Uh, and he's good. But yeah, we just, we hired a salesperson about three weeks ago. Two, three How's weeks that going, ago. man? I mean, what was that search? What is that? What was that search like? I mean, how, you know, especially in a growth season, most business owners would hold on to that salesperson role just because no one can sell it like you. Right. I mean, so you have to give away a little bit of that trust. I mean, what, what was that process like? So we actually hired a salesperson back in December. Um, okay. And uh, we made some mistakes, you know, I think it was more of, you know, we hired someone that had experience in the industry. So we kind of let him, you know, start doing sales on his own without the proper training, uh, which led to all kind of hurdles. So, you know, kind of took a step back, looked myself in the mirror and said, listen, what could have we done different to help the previous salesperson succeed? Right. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we, we took it upon ourselves to, to say, hey, the next per salesperson we hire we're going to go through the right training with him. You know, I mean, we just brought Andrew on board. So before he just recently went out, um, he was going on ride alongs with me. You know, we really kind of showed him the, the system. He, he uh, dialed into understanding what we do. He worked on the production side a couple of times, you know, get, get to know the crew, even though that's not really part of his role as a salesperson. Um, he still did the right training, knows what products we use. Uh, really just invest into the right time with him. You know, you really can't just have a salesperson go out there and start selling on his own without knowing what they're selling. Right. Um, but if you give him all the right tools that you need, if you, if you train him, if you take him on with you, have him experience different things. I mean, you're in the painting business, right? You can't just go to one quote and all of a sudden you can get everybody quotes, right? You got to go out and you got to see a back patio. You have to see a back lanai. You got to see different rooms in the house, right? So same thing with coatings, you know, one garage is different from another, you know, you have to really dial into your pricing sheets, dial into, you know, the, the way, what we charge for, what we don't, don't charge for knowing how long a job takes. Um, these are all training things that come into effect. Sure. Yeah. And I think, you know, it also has to do with making sure that the commission plan is in place. I'm sure you, I mean, even me as somebody that's, hired salespeople, like that was a big focus of mine was making sure that best and worst case scenarios were factored in. How did you come up with the commission structure? Um, well, you know, in term, in terms of commission, you know, we see something that, you know, he gets a certain percentage of company generated leads, right. And he gets a little bit of a higher percentage for self-generated leads. Right. right. So that's going to give him, that's going to give him the ambition to kind of go out and and get his own customers for us, you know, and the way we look at it is, Hey, if we didn't get this customer and he wasn't our lead, we probably would have never had him. Right. So, you know, motivates sure. them to, you know, follow up with the current customers, make sure that they're happy at the same time. Hey, call them. Hey, listen, how was your install? You know, do you have any friends or family that you can refer to us? Right. Those are the best type of closes. And at the same time, he gets paid a higher commission on that. Sure. So, you know, kind of going after his own customers um, in terms of a pay structure, something that, you know, he's comfortable with that, you know, his commission is high enough to include driving to jobs and, you know, understanding, spending his gas um, and all that. Um, but, you know, my do you, job uh, is really, do you do partial salary or is it 100% commission? No, all commission. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I think some, we, some salespeople love that, man. They thrive. They thrive off of that. Yeah. You so know? we're giving him a little bit of a draw. 
right? Because we're, we're pretty, you know, we're a little bit booked out, right? So it's unfair to have him go through, um, you know, it's unfair to have him go through selling a bunch of jobs yeah. and not getting paid on them. But we give him a draw so he can kind of stay steady and, yeah, you know, good, keep going good. that way. And these are all the minor details that come along with bringing on a salesperson that some people don't think about, right? You got to make sure that they're getting paid, even if you didn't even receive any money from their sales. Like, you know, and I'm sure that was that first round of a salesperson that you learned. For me, one of the hurdles I had when I hired my first salesperson was we weren't really, I mean, we weren't as big as we are now and we couldn't produce a lot of work fast, right? Like in the house painting business, you could lock yourself in a two week job, dude, you know? And if he's in front of a customer that wants to buy, but is on a time crunch, then he can't sell it, you know? So there's this certain pace that you have to kind of manage at that level where you're not only managing, making sure that the salesperson has leads, but that the production can keep up with the demand that the sales, the new salesperson is going to put on the company, you know? Um, so that's, that's interesting as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It seems like uh, having a salesperson, you know, when, when you have somebody out there selling your company and your business, <clears throat> it's big on having them manage, you know, setting the expectations with the customers. We all, we both know they're salespeople that, will sell the Taj Mahal, you know, and then production's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, slow down. You know, this is what we can and can't do. So, you know, that's a little bit of a learning curve too and, and making sure that everyone's on the same page. So let's talk lead flow, man. I think now that you have the big picture, I definitely want to hear, obviously not, you know, I, I really want to hear your perspective on what Drip Jobs does for you once you have a salesperson and once you're really trying to hit that, hit that stride in terms of like, organizing all of these people now all these leads that are coming in you're probably getting what 40 or 50 leads a month maybe more uh more than that probably 60 65 wow That's yeah a lot well, of we just we just upped our marketing budget you know so uh we're we're planning for that third crew um but you know you you do need to you know really you do need to to, you know, marketing is the gasoline to your engine, to your, to, to your company. You know, you really have to, you know, keep your foot in the gas and continue the momentum going. A lot of times people start marketing and then they stop, you know, thinking that, Hey, I got a bunch of jobs booked, but it's important to nurture leads that are, you know, being marketed to, right. And automate them. And a lot of times, you know, these self booking systems like appointment links that drip jobs offers, uh, when you're really doing a lot of leads, you need a great organization, right? When you're getting 65, 70 leads per month, you have to have a good funnel system. You have to have a system that, you know, where these leads can come in. If, 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 if we didn't have that, you know, we'd be running, writing on pen and paper and iPad notepad, you know, to, to, to try and keep sure. up with who we sure. have when, when they're, they're up. So when you're, when you have your momentum going with marketing and you got leads coming in, you have to have a good booking system. You have to have a, an office manager that's going to take those leads, convert them into appointments once they fill out the booking form, schedule them for the salesperson, right? Um, and and in the midst of that, you know, be able to have a good system that's going to follow up with them if they don't sell them on the spot. Yeah, so, yeah, and you know, and I think here's the thing, man. You could ask me right now, name the names of the customers that I painted for last week. I wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, there's no way mentally right now if you said that. And that's just one week ago, right? So, dude, I see a lot of people that lose out on a lot of opportunity. Was it eye-opening for you when you finally had a pipeline system in place for not only your sales, but...
but your jobs. Because for me, even jobs that I've sold back before using drip jobs, which is has pipeline functionality, but I would actually forget to schedule some customers in for work that I've sold jobs to. Maybe they, maybe I thought about it and I told them and they said, Hey, don't schedule me just yet. And without something reminding me every day to get that scheduled, I would sometimes slip through the cracks. So was it eye opening for you? Like to go from like not having a pipeline system? Because to be honest, whether you use drip jobs or not, like I feel like a pipeline system is a requirement for growth in contracting. Like you have got to have pipelines. Do you agree? You do. Definitely. Um, absolutely. I mean, I think that there's definitely a handful of customers that we would have just forgot about, you know, or sure. we would have just, you know, left them in a, you know, somewhere in it, you know, we would have got their check and, you know, kind of forgot all about them and would have left to, you know, run into a bad reputation there. Um, but, you know, you have to have something that's going to, to re- not even remind you, but have it in front of you. Sure. Yeah. You know, that and, you can't and, and for the team. So you can say, hey, these are the people that we still need to reach out to. These are the people that are cold leads that haven't converted yet, but we paid our money for. They're interested. They need to be nudged. People need to be nudged. It's mm-hmm. insane. And I see that more so on drip jobs when we're kind of working on our sales process for drip jobs more than anything. There's people that book demos with us. It's the same thing with, with painting. you know. And at one point or another, and this is just so interesting because I have such a really cool perspective on sales now just because – I, I, this is what we do, man. But like from the painting side, man, we've created some sort of emotional connection between what their garage could like, could look like. And, you know, all they had to do was press the button to see what the price would be. And usually that's where it starts, right? They want to see what it would cost to get this, to get this done. Right. And it's the same thing with drip jobs. Something might've caught their attention. Maybe this, this, you know, stream or whatever. And they're thinking, you know, oh, I wonder what, you know, my life would be like, if I had a system organizing everything. Right. And then for some reason that emotional intensity tapers off, right. And life gets in the way, kids, family, same thing with our painting business customers. They start thinking about what the commitment's going to be. I got to pick colors. I don't want to pick the wrong color. I don't want to make a bad decision. Everyone is so indecisive. Not everyone, just, you know, the people that fall off the track and don't commit all the way through. And what's interesting is man, these little nudges, build confidence, right? Like, you know, if I reach out to somebody who, you know, booked a demo and didn't show up, it's like, Hey man, I know you were interested, you know, just so you know, man, we still want, you know, to show you this, the software, you might really like it. I mean, there was a reason, you know, what was that reason? And I think in the same way, I apply that same principle to my painting business. If I have leads, I always want to get to that. Why? I want to know why, what, what intrigued you about that Facebook post that we put out? You know, did you like the colors in it? Are you wanting to sell your house? Like, what is that? And once you really start nudging people and starting to have these conversations, you realize that, you know, you have to earn it sometimes, man, especially when it comes to these leads. Don't think that they're just going to click the button and book the appointment, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sometimes they just forget about it. Other times they look at it and they're like, oh, well, you know, they're sitting at a doctor's office. They scroll down on their Facebook. They click the lead, right? But they don't want to take that phone call right now or they don't even know their availability at that time. Right. But at least it gives them a booking link that they can look at and say, hey, when I get home to my husband or wife or whatever, we can talk about this. And why don't we book an appointment and, you know, kind of, you know, focus on a good time. Um, right. And, and if they forget, hey, listen, the next day they automatically get a reminder about that link. Oh, yeah. You know, I forgot I meant to do that. Now, you know, Mary and John are home yeah. and they're like, oh, okay, let's book this. Now, the other thing too- Leads aren't, about- leads aren't going, like the way that, that internet marketing is working, it's not going away. 
Like it's, it's just not, not. it's, it's going to continue. It's going to get, it's going to get worse in terms of just like all these different things that pop up. But one thing that can um, happen, and I believe that, you know, I feel like I'm helping lead the way on this is that we have the ability to combat the crazy with organization, man, and keeping things organized because like, there's been times where I would sit down at dinner with my family and be like, Oh my God, that there was a lady that called me today and wanted an estimate. I didn't even get back to it. Right. And right off the bat, like you're starting off a sales interaction, which could lead to thousands of dollars on a really bad note. Mm -hmm. And that's not something that you would want to do, man. That's our livelihood. So all that rings true, man, for sure. Yeah. I think, you know, another good thing about the booking appointment, you know, when somebody books, you can actually pre-qualify a lead before they come yeah. in by seeing how, what, what's their timeline, right? So they'll, you can see on the exact appointment, like when they fill it in, you can give it an option to click, all right, two to yeah. three months, six months out, I'm ready to do it right now. So there you can build a sense of urgency and know kind of what to expect before you reach out to them or go out on the quote or, or book it. Important, um, important. Very I mean, important. You can get as far as, you know, asking the why. And I don't think, man, some people say, oh, well, you don't want to ask too many questions because it'll you know, create a drop off. But like, dude, if you're actually interested in a service, you're going to fill out whatever form is, is there, you know, I mean, I, 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 you know, I'm not a big fan of that. I got a question that came in, bro. Let's answer this. What marketing channel generates the most revenue for you uh, in the concrete coating space? Uh, I got to say, if you're looking at the most revenue, uh, it's got to be Google ads, right? The problem is they're a little pricier. Um, if you want the most ads in, in cost leads, per lead, maybe? lowest Facebook. Yeah. Most leads, you mean? Most leads has got to be Facebook. Yeah. 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 And, and I think it, it really, I think that the cabinet coating comp, uh, industry and the concrete coating industry are very similar in terms of leads. It's mostly a commodity. You'd agree, right? Yeah. In terms of concrete coating. Oh. The before and afters are super appealing. People yeah. want to see that, like, you know, everyone stops and looks at a beautiful, I mean, cause you guys do beautiful work and the people that inquire about that, mostly I'm sure you're filtering those out, but they're just price. Hey, what is it? How much is it? How much is it? How much is it? How do you combat that? Like if you're just getting a lot of price focused individuals, do you do your bet? Do you, are you ever giving price or are you setting appointments? I think you're probably setting appointments heavily now for your salesperson to go do his right. job. But before was it more, Hey, let me give you a ballpark. Like how is that transition? That's, that's important too. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, in terms of ballpark pricing, you know, if a customer is just looking for ballpark and they're just, you know, set and not make an appointment, we kind of, you know, give them a range. Hey, it could be anywhere as low as five to seven, eight dollars a foot square foot, you know? So that kind of, I wouldn't say confuses them, but that gets them thinking, well, how much square footage do we have? Well, what's the difference, <laughs> right. right? What is it? What, what's, what's the difference? You know, well, the, well, you know, then you kind of give them a range that's depending on many conditions of your concrete. Sure. Um, you know, I, I think uh, the other thought there was most of the leads that we get that, that book the appointment link are kind of pre-qualified, right? So if they're filling out the link, our thought is they're already taking the time to, they want an appointment. They want an in-home quote. They know it's going to be an in-home quote. They're not just looking for price, you know? Um, and that kind of weeds out the, the, the real customers and more of customers that are just price shopping. Right. Um, you know, because if somebody that wants you to come out in their home, our thought is 
they're interested in knowing the process. They're, they want to see, there's a reason they want you to come out and take a look at it. They're sure. not just tire kicking and saying, hey, what's the price? You know, that's, yeah. that's, yeah. that's what's no, that's good, man. I think um, education is key for the cabinet coating business and the concrete coating business because mm -hmm. anybody can get the roller and the brush out and roll out concrete, right? And of course, we know what would happen we can't assume that the customer knows what's going to happen, right? Like this is our industry. We understand. We've seen the mistakes. We fixed the mistakes. Same thing with cabinet coating. If you have painters that go out that just paint houses and happen to just paint cabinets, that's different than a company that specializes in that and brings them to a shop and uses the highest quality materials. And I think you got to spend a lot of time educating, right? I mean, I assume that's, that's the focus of the sales interaction, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you can't have a concrete coating company paint. You, it just, we're not there. They can roll, you know, a coat of epoxy down on the floor, but to get that crisp edge across a windowsill or something yeah. like that, it's, it's, that's not what well, we that's do. That's why I'm coming down to train with you. So you can teach me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, the people can go out there and take their cabinets off, but they don't know the prep process that comes into place. hundred percent. Um, 100%. You know, I, I think when we talk about lead nurturing too, um, a big thing, and we, we talked about educating customers, right? So you can't, you know, when, when people think of a salesperson, they all of a sudden get turned off by it. They think, oh, no, nobody wants a sleazy salesperson coming out there and telling them, you know, like, uh, you know, what's, you know, as if they're, you know, selling them something that they don't need. Everybody, whoever wants to get this done, right? I'm, I'm sorry, let me rephrase this. People obviously want to get this done. That it, it sells itself, right? Everybody would love a beautiful garage. Everybody would Everybody. love to have their cabinets finished. Who wouldn't want to have beautiful right. cabinets in their house, right? right? So instead of having this, the typical sales approach, when you, you, you leave a customer and you have these trips and automated sequences that come out there, they're not really salesy. If you notice, like a lot of people think that it's all of a sudden, hey, what can we do for you right now? You know, hey, you got to get this done. It's just more of, hey, have you seen Barbara's garage? Look at the transformation. Have you seen the new cabinets in this lady's home? Check this out. And then you show them a before and after picture. That sells yeah. themselves. That's a reminder without you being yeah. pushy. Yeah. You know, that may they get them. They're spinning their wheels. They're thinking, oh, my, you know, what if ours looked like that? What oh. would the feeling be like, right, of like having this garage floor fine? Like, what would it feel like to have a clean garage? Right. You know, like, what would that feel? I think I personally, like, I, I love garage floor renovations for that reason it's 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 amazing you know and i think i'm an easy sell for garage coatings but some people again they get i you know what i think the problem is and if, if you ever run into this which i'm sure you you do to a certain degree but not as much as maybe you used to is that the quotes that they get are from epoxy companies that come in or you know painting companies that say hey yeah i can put epoxy on it i'm sure you bring samples now i'm sure you have a nice sample spread and and all that i mean when you made those adjustments which i don't i don't know did you do that out of the gate when you started your business or did you start to see like hey i should probably start really investing in samples and displays and different things like what is that what was that look you know like for you yeah it came naturally um you know it's it's you kind of see what works and doesn't work you know trial and error but yeah you bring samples to customers and have them see exactly feel it see the texture feel it see the different options right yeah. you put a sample piece down you know a little one by one square you know on their garage floor and they're envisioning it yeah know, seeing how you know how it's going to look like when it's all done sure uh, but yeah samples definitely you know helped out a lot 
Um, I think, uh, you know, it's, it's something that customers want to see it and feel it, you know, and you're closing on the spot, right? That's what you're teaching, of course. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, that's when their emotions the highest and that's when a customer usually says yes, most of the time. Um, but yeah, closing on the spot is very important. It is. You know, you you, you want to do that. You know why? Because, well, I'm sure you, 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 you see that all the time. You want to get a reaction out of the customer, right? You want to see, Hey, was this price too high? Like if they say, okay, good, we're good to go. Or if they say, okay, that's a little too high. So now, you know, you don't have to send the proposal, not hear from them. You know, it's the price, right? Um, You know, or, you know, you can see, what is it? Is it, is it a, is the price, are they happy with the process that you do everything? You know, are they, are they going to tell you at that point? Okay. You're right in the middle. Oh, you're a little high. Oh, you're a little low. Oh, I've got multiple quotes. Oh, I want to get more quotes. It gives you that option to engage with the customer right after you give them that number. Yeah. Um, you lose that hundred percent when you leave. Right. Right. Yeah. You kind of have yeah, control yeah. when you show them the price. Now, do you have a system in place for your salesperson to relay that to the office? Um, we do. So we rehash, um, you know, the following day um, by rehashing is, you know, Andrew will go out to a couple quotes, right? Um, and then we'll look at him the next day and communicate and say, hey, listen, was this a little high or what was the reason we gave him that number or what was the reason we gave them this number? Um, and then from there, we can, hey, listen, text the customer, offer them a small adjustment if they want to do business, um, you know, but finding out why we quoted that number and, you know, what made them what, you know, why we quoted that. Now, most of the time it's accurate. You know, he's, 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 he's pretty good with it. Um, but, you know, it's always good to kind of have a second person and follow up with the customer sometimes or reach out and say, hey, listen, maybe we can save you just a tad bit just to get them going. Yeah. You know? um, so recently you put out some really nice marketing videos, man. You shared one with me. Phenomenal. man. What was that like? I mean, going out and getting a marketing company. How has that, how has that helped the trajectory of your ads? How's it made? I know you guys are using Service Legend, right? Yeah, yep. yep. How's, it made their, how's it how's it helped them with with your marketing as well by having a really good creative? Yeah, so they were able to, you know, a customer just wants to see the quick process in a 10 second reel. You know, right. they want to see what's going on and you show them the prep process and you show them all the things in place and, and show them what goes into the job, it automatically builds value and you're educating them at the same exact time. Um, I think that those ads very help out. We get a lot of views on a lot of them. And when people see results and see the changes and see, you know, your rap trailers in the pic, in the videos, they see the, the process, they see the, the company shirts, they see all that in perspective. It shows them that your business that cares, right? Yeah. You're giving them a, 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 um, a 20 minute rundown in, a, in just a few seconds of showing sure. them what you do. And I think it's important, man. I, I think, you know, concrete coatings attract to younger demographics too. You know, I think, would you say that the majority of your um, clientele is within that 30 to 40 year range? Am I wrong? Um, down here in Tampa with all the retirement communities, a little higher than that. I would say 50s. Sure. Okay. Um, but- well, the Instagram marketing, you know, like that's what I'm mostly interested in because I feel like, you know, there's a lot of opportunity on the social media channels for that sort of thing. Like, I don't think our retirees are looking at reels yet, you know? Right, right, um, right. So have you gotten a lot of bites on reels or is it just good for overall branding? Like, what has that been like? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's really good. Um, we use our Instagram and our Facebook more of an educational platform as well as, you know, ads. So sure. even in the people like, you know, that's in their forties, fifties that aren't really looking at reels. Right. Um, you know, they're, they're, they can refer to right from the proposal, they can actually refer to your Instagram for color. So we tell them, Hey, I'm not sure about a color. So what we do, Oh, well, check this out. Actually, when you click on the proposal, we show them exactly where to go. If you click on here, that's actually our Instagram. You'll be able to see all kinds of different colors and different color garages and flake colors that you can choose. Nice. So what that does is that's going to send them to your page. They're going to go them themselves. And, and, and as husband and wife, look at the, the different colors next, you know, right. together. Right. See Love the that. videos at the same time. Right. Love that. So even by and then, doing wait, that, what did you, know, you say the hack was to post on the story later? <laughs> yeah. So what we do is, oh, if you take a look over here, here, click follow right on the app. And most of the time they're awesome. Oh, this is cool. They follow you. And all of a sudden you start posting reels on your story and that reflects as drips. Right. You're not sending that kind of you're not you're not asking them for their business. You're not trying to sell them. You're just showing them all kinds of videos of what they do. It gives them a thought. Right. They envision things. They see the video of a transformation. Sure. They look at different colors. That's it's awesome. It's awesome. I, definitely man. Love, I love it, man. I love I love the strategy, man. And, and of course, you know, uh, I really appreciate you being on here, man. So we can talk a little bit about what's been working. Um, sky's the limit for you, of course. I know you're getting ready to uh, probably get to three crews soon, which this is like what 15 jobs a week um, about that. Yeah. About that. Goodness. That's awesome, yeah. man. Well, I appreciate you Lawrence, man. And uh, bringing awareness uh, like you've been doing lately, helping drip jobs get out there to the concrete community and uh, what you've been doing, man. It's awesome. Dude. So thank you for the recap, brother. I appreciate you. Thanks a lot. You too. Thanks Tanner. Of course, man. Hey, hey thanks so much for checking out the contractor secrets podcast. Stick around. I am going to drop in a short testimonial uh, that one of our awesome heavy hitters in Drip Jobs uh, had agreed to give out for us. So if you want to hear a little bit about how Drip Jobs is helping contractors, stick around uh, for the end of this episode and you can listen in. What's up, everyone? I'm here with Mark Bradford. Okay, first of all, let me start with this. You were one of the most skeptical people to ever use Drip Jobs. What's changed, man? Do you like it? Was it worth it? Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the biggest thing is like the return on investment is like instant. As soon as you integrate it with, um, you know, the stuff that you already have in place. Um, you know, I linked it with my website, uh, with nice. my get a, get a uh, request a quote button. Yeah. And it's just every email, every phone call that I get uh, for, you know, customers requesting an estimate. Uh, I just redirect them to the website and drip jobs yeah. takes over from there. Love it. So yeah, it's, it's uh, definitely been a game changer. Um, I'm still learning some of the aspects of it. Um, you know, and I think it's, you know, it's great that there's new and updated features uh, coming in all the time. So and I'm definitely yeah. excited for the Google calendar when that comes. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's definitely, it's, it's made Good, a huge man. difference. Good. Absolutely. So, yeah, that, that was one of the things is because you and I had spoke before and you weren't sure, if, you know, because sometimes it might feel like Drip Jobs is too big, right? Because I know that you kind of do your own thing. Are you still, you know, solo? Um, well, I do have a couple of full-time guys and a part-time guy. So, okay. you oh, know, cool. it's, All right. yeah, it's um, we're definitely growing. Um, 
you know, so we want to use, you know, whatever's appropriate as we grow. And I think that grow into it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's, there's still some features of drip jobs that I don't utilize yet, but that's just because I need to take the time to really fine tune them and tweak them. Absolutely. Um, so I still use every part of it. It's just, um, there's, there's some parts of my, my old estimating process that work in tandem. Yep. Um, you know, so eventually we'll be merging that. Um, so Great. I was, like I said, it's just, you know, it's a fine tuning. So you got, so a couple of things, you mentioned the booking link and I just want to make sure you know this. I know you're directing people to go to your website, but we added a button on the bottom menu. Uh, it says new request. Have you seen that on the drip jobs app? Um, that I don't know that I've seen that. No, you got to check it out. So if someone calls you, you hit that button and you just punch in their phone number and it sends them the link. So you don't have to say, Hey, go to the website. You just hit that button, put in their phone number. And then just like that, they get the link to fill out the form. Oh, even better. Yeah. So save a step there. So you've been um, using it now for, I think two months. We reached out to you because you're killing it. Um, Just curious in terms of the, you've been sending proposals. Have people been responding to the automated messages? Um, Yeah. I mean, for the most part, uh, getting onto the drip jobs, um, drips and getting to scheduling is been very quick. Um, so honestly, most of the responses that I've been getting through the automated, uh, responses have been like, um, just because the proposal mostly after I send the proposal and, you know, um, so I, I've, gotten maybe one or two where they were kind of on the fence and the automated email helped sway them over to the side. Yeah. So, um, but for the most part, it's, you know, a lot of them have been just, I go out, do the estimate, um, you know, and they want to get on the schedule within the next couple of days. So, um, yeah, absolutely. So, So overall, would you say, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy, you know, software can be pretty crazy. I mean, one of our focuses as a company is to like, try to make it as simple as possible for you to get in, do what you need to do and get out. Do you feel as though like, you know, it's pretty easy to navigate and use? I think once you spend a good day, day and a half with it, it's yeah, you, you can jump right in as long as you're, you know, somewhat computer savvy. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's getting, and it's getting more user-friendly. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Did uh, you notice we started putting the, uh, the lead sources there on the, on the deal cards? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, it's just like being that. able to see where people come from, right? Yeah, and the customers <laughs> have been using it too. It's yeah, great. yeah. Well, yeah, we forced them to on that yeah. form. <laughs> yeah. I wondered because it just started all of a sudden. I'm like, yeah. oh, word of mouth, cool. Yeah, yeah. word of mouth, okay. and you know what? Gen generally, people are really honest on there, um, yeah. which is cool. You know, it's yeah. not like you know they just like pick whichever one. Because I'll kind yeah. of follow up, so I'm like, how'd you hear about it? Just to see if they lied. You know, yeah. I was like, all right, that matches with what you put. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I got data that I need to look at, lady. So make sure you're you're, you're correct here. Um, right. No, that's exactly. awesome, man. So just last thing, man, I always like to end with this on one of these is you were on the fence more than, like I said, anyone. I think you tried it and then you didn't use it. And then I think Mike gave you a kick in the butt. And I was like, dude, give yeah. it a try. We sat down. If you uh, could reach, if you could talk to somebody that's on the fence, maybe just doesn't have a good system or has their own system and they're thinking about drip jobs, what's one thing you would say to them, you know, uh, to, to sway them? I would say, I mean, you're not, you're not locked in, 
Um, you know, and it, like I said before, the return on investment's immediate. If you have a decent, if you can present yourself well to the customer, drip jobs will do the rest. Boom. That's, that's it. You know, Love keep it, it simple. Mm -hmm. Keep it simple. Mark, yeah. you're the man. Continue, continued success for you, my friend. I see that you're growing and uh, I think it's only up from here. I appreciate your time, man. This was 100% voluntary on your part, bro. And it means a lot yep. you took time out of your day to do it. So thanks, man. Thanks a lot, Tanner.